God. God. Change. Change. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. So I can hear. So I can hear. To receive. To receive. So that I. So that I. Can achieve. Can achieve. I'm alive today. I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. I've outlived my past. Decisions I make. Decisions I make. Impact. Impact. Every area. Every area. Of my life. Of my life. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my heart. Change my actions. Change my actions. And the rest. And the rest. It's up to me. It's up to me. I need. I need. To free myself. To free myself. From my Past, from my past and embrace and embrace my future my future i need i need to stop to stop lying, lying to myself to myself because because the only one the only one i'm fooling i'm fooling is is myself myself i'm not i'm not a failure i'm not i'm not a failure i'm not i'm not a failure no matter no matter how, how how I feel I feel no matter no matter what what I see I see no matter no matter what it looked like what it look like I'm not I'm not a failure hands up hands up hands down hands down hands up hands up hands down hands down hands up hands up hands down hands down sit down sit down Lord I thank you for another day. God, I pray for every man here, but it represents the family. God, we thank you for another day that we never saw, but yet we've never seen this day, but you set it in motion from the foundations of the earth, God. So we say thank you. God, thank you for another opportunity to get it right. God, I pray that every man recognize and understand that they represent their family in you. So God, forgive us for anything we may have said or done that will reach our relationship with you and each other. Help every man to know and understand that there's more people concerned about their success than their faiths, God. Help them to keep moving forward in spite of what they may feel, in spite of what they may see, in spite of what it may look like, we thank you, God, for just you caring about us, God. But help us to care about ourselves. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to y'all today about pain plus purpose finished. Pain, physical suffering or discomfort caused by illness or injury. Purpose, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Pain, physical suffering, or discomfort caused by illness or injury. Purpose, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. One of the things I think we struggle with is finding our purpose. But yet, we allow pain. Now that's more of the physical. But what I want to bring to the point is that sometimes it's not even the physical piece, it's the emotional piece. Because we allow whatever we start dealing with emotionally 
take us off track from our purpose. Do you agree or disagree? Agree. agree. Let's talk about that. What emotional experience that you've had that's taken you off purpose? Losing my kid. Losing your kid. What else? Somebody give me an emotional situation. Death. Death. Becoming homeless. Becoming homeless. Give me something else emotional. Uh, the other day, when I came to group and I was feeling some kind of way, I had talked to my sister and them on the phone, and I finally asked them, why did they let me do all their time in prison by myself? So she denied it. She begged those. She was like, uh, we didn't let you do time by yourself. I sent you mail all the time. They must have been keeping your mail. I used to send you money. They must have not given it. I, I, and I, I said, bitch, come on. Who you talking to? For 20 years, they've been keeping my mail. Everybody else might be I get it. Wow. And I, I had got in my feeling because she said there and denied it and laughed right in my face like I didn't know no better. Wow. 20 years. You've done time and family never contacted you, but not telling you that they contacted you. Yeah, and, and saying they must have been keeping my mail. So they must have been keeping your mail. 20 years. 20 so, years, man. So that means. Sometimes our emotions make us feel abandoned. Give me something else. What emotional pain have you been through that have prevented you from going after the purpose? Fear. You said fear. Not hearing from your dad. What else? What's the emotional that you've been through that keeps you away from your purpose? Say it again. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Explain that. What's the heartbreak that you've been through? If you don't mind sharing a little bit. Um, you're heartbroken because of something that you've lost or somebody that you've lost and you're kind of like ease off of what you've been doing because of it. Lost. Think about it. Because when you lose a thing, there's an emotion that goes with it. Because sometimes through our loss, we get lost. Check that out. When we lose, we feel lost. Repeat this. Loss could, could result, result in a game. Check yeah. this out now. Get rid of dead weight sometimes. Say it again. Get rid of dead weight. Getting rid of dead weight. But a loss could really end up being a game. Because with every loss, there's a perspective that comes. There's a perspective. The perspective could be negative or positive, depending on how you deal with <coughs> that loss. Because you said the loss was a heartbreak, right? You lost somebody. And so when you had that loss, what two thoughts came in your mind? Uh, well, the loss I'm talking about is when uh, the house burned. House burned. But what two things came to your mind? Uh, I, 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 and uh, I need to go to a I need to find a place to live. And what am I going to do now? So I can't do a lot. 
came to Atlanta. Okay. See, because even in the midst of the loss, you lost the house. But if you're not careful, you lose the thought process to move on. See that? You could have said, we well, not lost this house. This is something material that you can regain. But if you're not careful, you'll let whatever you lost stop you from moving.
the dominating factor of moving forward versus working through the pain. Let me give you a perfect example. And I always keep looking at this story, this biblical piece that I keep thinking about. And it almost becomes so real about losing somebody close to you. And I always focus back on Lot, which was a powerful story in the Bible where this guy was told, in advance, leave this city. Destruction is there and destruction gonna continue to come. Take your family and move from this city. Matter of fact, you and your wife leave the city. Sometimes we get a warning, but we sometimes avoid the warning. Let me, let me just stay with me for a second. Not blaming nobody. <laughs> but Lot had a wife. See, he had somebody he loved, okay? Love, that's my wife. He was told, in advance, leave and don't look back. Keep moving forward. Check this out now. Keep moving forward. So as he get ready to leave the city, him and his wife walking together. Baby, we leave. We going on to something better. But think about it. You moving forward, and the closest thing to you look back. And all of a sudden, as you moving forward, salt in your hand. Check this out. So whatever he loved, he was he had lost. He had a chance to do what? I guarantee you, if we were making that modern day, and if we could really see Lot, Lot was crying. Lot was in pain. Lot was in pain. He was crying, promising, man, my woman gone. My woman is gone. Do I look to the side? Do I glance to the back? Or do I keep moving? Do I stop? Do I go back? I got. I had a salt in my hand, so I know I had a loss. I just lost my woman. Do I look back, or do I keep moving forward to the purpose so that I can finish? But guess what? I want to stop there a minute. What do you do when you have a loss? Do you keep moving forward or do you go back? Talk to me. Majority of us go backwards. How many of you all went backwards? Talk to me. Why did you go backwards? Lack of confidence. It was too painful. It was too hurtful. Check that out. This man lost his wife. Too, too pain. Too hurt. Why else do you go back? Start feeling sorry for yourself. Feeling sorry. Check this out. Sorry for myself. I want a revenge. You want a revenge? Check that out. I want a revenge. What else? Depressed. What else? Check this out. Anxiety. Anxiety. 
How many of y'all have said this? God, I know you're wrong for doing what you did. How many of us feel <laughs> revengeful? Think about it. Why did this say this? Why did it happen to me? Say it. Why, why did, did it happen to me? Repeat that. Why did it happen to me? Why did it happen to me? Right? Yeah. Why should it happen to me? I always say how. Or say this. How did it happen to me? How did it happen? Could it be? Repeat this. Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? It's part of purpose. Say it again. Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Part of purpose. Just like Job. It may not feel good. Say it. It may not feel good. I want y'all to say it. It's hurting. It may not feel good. May not look good. May not look good. But could it be? Could it be? It's for my good. It's for my good. May not feel good. May not feel good. May not look good. May not look good. But it could be. But it could be. For my good. For my good. Yeah. See, that's the point. We get caught up in our feelings. And what happened with our feelings, our feelings say what we feel. Because we in the moment. We're in the moment. I'm sure in that moment, when your sister said what she said about, for 20 years, we've been sending you letters. For 20 years, we've been sending you money. But for them 20 years, you didn't receive the money, you didn't receive the mail. So right now, you done did me like you've done me. When actually, those 20, 20 years are what? Behind you. But guess what? When you had those, when you started talking about them twenty years, you brought those twenty years forward. Hardy, mm -hmm. but think about it—that's behind you. But yet, you in a better place. But when you started talking about them twenty years and how you were dealt with, you started getting into your feelings. And when you start, you to start getting into your feelings about the past. You started operating from the anger from the what? Past. You brought the past forward. Now, should you have let it go? Ask that question. They did me wrong. But them doing you wrong can stop you from moving forward. The 20 years are gone. So what's happening now, you're saying, that because you did me wrong 20 years ago, we won't have a relationship today. Check that out. Because that goes down to what? Because you hurt me, I want what? Revenge. Say it again. Revenge. I want revenge. Because 20 years ago, you didn't do nothing for me. I'm, I'm just trying to get you to see how we can hold on to something we need to let go. Yes. Alright, I got a real question. Okay. So if if that's the case, when is enough enough and I can just Ah, that's where I want you to go. When is enough enough? When do you let go pain? <laughs> when do you let go pain? You realize your purpose? Listen to what he just said. 
You let go pain because you let pain do not dictate or stop you from your purpose. Because pain will paralyze you from getting to your purpose. Yeah, it would. If your purpose is to move forward, don't you know that pain could be temporary? Or yet, it could be something else. Paul had a pain. The guy in the Bible, it's like Paul had a thorn inside. And the thorn was a reminder to keep him moving forward. Think about it. It was a reminder. If you know how bad Paul was before he became a disciple, Saul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was Saul first and he was renamed to Paul because he changed. See, it always goes back to this man. Repeat this after me. Change. It's a painful process, but necessary for growth. Write that down. Change is a painful process, but it's necessary for growth. I need to learn how to endure pain so that I can grow. Yeah, yeah, you got to endure the pain. Because if you don't endure the pain, you can't grow. You can't. Disappointments can shape you, or disappointments can develop you. Or put it like this, disappointments can destroy you, or it can develop you. It's all about your view. Yes. See that? And a lot of us don't stay driven. 
pain will cause us to collapse. We'll stop moving. <laughs> Think about it. Every one of you men has done experience some kind of pain. And that pain has led to one or two things, either moving forward or wallowing or, or selling or embracing pain. Give me another pain that you done experience. Somebody else. What other pain you done experience? Uh, so 4th of July I got locked up, arrested. And I sat in jail for two months with a hundred dollar bond. My people mad with me, upset with me, angry with me for my actions that I had got me there. Uh, 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 in that process, you know, uh, I lost some more stuff. My brother moved, moved. He was throwing hats and stuff. He left all my stuff in the house. I lost all that. When I got out, I brought everything that I had with me here. Everything, two big bags, and I felt I didn't want to. I didn't want to come. I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt, you know, uh, how I get here. But I knew if I didn't come through, follow through, that I was gonna be on the street and even feeling worse. So I, I, I took that, you know, with, with, with the best I could, and I came on up, you know, uh, and, and, and it ain't so bad. It ain't so bad. See that? Look at that. I lost everything, and guess what? I started not to even go get help because I felt shame. Look at that. All these emotions, shame. But you need help. <laughs> but you got shame, and you need help. See how that... See how that ego? <laughs> that ego, I feel shame. So I feel ashamed so I won't get help. When help is there. But because I operate alone, all my thoughts are alone. So I, I am alone. So the only thoughts I have is the thoughts I have by myself. I say I'm a man, 
when I can't stand on my own two feet. Look at the two, look at the words that's consistent. How can I say that I am a man? If I can't stand on my feet. The biggest problem with that whole piece is the word I. Because it's never been designed for you to do it by yourself. That's the issue. Somebody done told you, whoever it's been, whether it's mama, whether it's daddy, whether it's society, said do it by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. That's the issue. And as long as you keep trying to do it by yourself, you are only with who? You, yourself. <laughs> if, the, if it takes a process, if it takes people, if you cutting out people, you cutting out the major piece to keep you moving forward, which are people. They got levels, they got branches, they got people doing this and people doing that, parts and doing this. You got, you got, always got people. You got people. Ever since I've been a little dude, I've been told, I've been hearing, well, you gotta get it. You gotta go and get it for yourself. Ain't nobody gonna give it to you. You, know, you, you gotta grind on your own. And I watch people, you know what I'm saying, do that and not seeing, you know, what I, you know, what they did get help. But I'm thinking that they're doing it on their own, so I think that I got to do it on my own. See it? I, I, I got to come up. I got to grind. So you you assuming when a person say, I got to get it, you got to get it by yourself. You got to get it. You got to go do it yourself. You don't see behind the scenes that they got other people helping You just see them completing the process. It's not just them. But that's what you believe. Because you see them, but you don't see the team behind them. You don't see that. Even in the negative. Even in the negative. <clears throat> Even when you look at the negative. The same operation works. People need people. Bottom line. Bottom line, people need people. You would never get to your purpose if you're trying to operate alone. You won't. You'll get so far. <laughs> you might start off, but as you get so far, you're going to need other people. You're going to need other people. I'm telling you. And that that I got to do it by myself, you got to let it go. Tell me something else. What pain keeps you from the purpose? Y'all talked about some emotional stuff. You talked about that. You talked about loss. You talked about abandonment. You talked about people you love. You talked about not being able to stand by yourself. You talked about the shame. All, at the end of the day, it's about change. It's about change. If I change the way I think, I change my life. 
to change, man. I told you, change is hard. Because change takes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it takes you out of what's comfortable. It does. And when it takes you out of what's, what's comfortable, it's pushing you to become more responsible. Yes. Um, just speaking to what you just said about change makes you uncomfortable. For me, right now, it's, it's about the responsibility. Um, it's uncomfortable to, you know, stay responsible week in and week out. Like I have an ideal week plan for myself. I'm supposed to be doing modules and things like that, but I don't do them. And then I get sucked into feeling overwhelmed. I get sucked into feeling bad because I'm not doing what I said I was going to do to stay responsible. And then weeks pile up, and so I'm stuck like, dang, I got to start back. But I don't know, you know. And so, but I know it's pushing me because it won't leave me alone. Like, you got to get back to that. You got to get back to that. But it frustrates me because I feel like I can't do it or I'm not doing it right. And so, I'm just, you know, sharing that. I get, I get caught but why you can't ask for help? <laughs> Look at that now. I got these models I should be doing. Why you don't ask for help? Say, say it up. Say it loud. You say it like you're whispering now. I think I'm supposed to do it myself. Say it again. I think I'm supposed to do it myself, by myself. Look at that. I'm in trouble, but I won't ask for help. That ego keeps saying, I, I know I need help, but say it again. Somebody say it. Too proud. Say it. Say it again. Say it again. Say it loud. Too proud. I'm too proud. Too proud, babe. Too proud. Go say it. Say that. I'm too proud, babe. But think about that. I'm too proud to be. But we call it begging, but it's really just help. See how we see how we take help and make it begging? Long time ago, my grandma just tried to do everything for me, and I felt like I should do everything myself. I don't need to have, but you know what she told me? Boy, learn how to accept help basically. Look at that. Did you hear what this man just said? Learn how to help get help gracious. So let's repeat that. I, I need, need to learn, learn how to, to, to accept help gracefully. Say it again. That's powerful. I, I need, need to learn, learn how to, to accept help gracefully. That might not be powerful. You need to write this down. I, I need to learn how to accept help gracefully. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. Because what that really saying is don't be embarrassed about getting help. Gracefully, I just accept it. Wow. See, because we'll take help and asking for help as a bad thing. See, because look how we put that word on it. He said, help 
God said, begging. You ain't begging. You asking for help. But see, pride enter in and make help look like you begging. I don't care what you call it. You can call it begging. You can try to make it there because I need help. And you got to get through your pride. You got to go through your ego. See, that's what happened to me in a lot of times. Man, we'll be almost by dead before we ask for help. We'll wait till the wheels almost fall off our lives. You didn't have a chance to get help. Mm -mm, I ain't going yet. Nah, I'm good. I, I ain't going yet. I, I still got, that's what, some, that's what most of us do when we dealt with drugs. I'm good. I still work my job. You know, call it a functional alcoholic, a functional addict. I'm functional. I ain't got alcohol ain't that bad. Still got my wife. Still got my car. I'm good. Lose my car. Ah, I'm all right. I got money to bank. Got money, but I'm still okay. I ain't lost my house yet. I'm good. Shoot, y'all think I can drink and still go to work? I can drug and steal it. I ain't lost enough yet. Enough yet. All of a sudden, oh, I done lost my car. I done lost my woman. I done lost my money. I'm homeless. Now I won't help. <laughs> wait, wait a minute now. Am I right or wrong? Every one of you men in here had a warning before you got to where you are. But you told yourself, it ain't that bad. Repeat this. When I think, when I think it's really not bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> right there, <now. laughs> When I think, when I think it's really not bad. It's bad. That's the time to change. Yeah. Repeat that again. When I think. Come on, man, talk to me. When I think, when I think it's, not bad, it's not bad, it's really bad. It's really bad. That's, the time That's the time I need to change. I need to change. One more time. That felt good, man. When I think, when I think it's, not bad, it's not bad, it's really bad. It's really bad. That's the time, That's the time I need to change. I need to change. Because that's what happened to us, man. We keep waiting. It get worse. The warning is there, but we, nah, I'm all right. That ego. We wait till the wheels don't fall completely off. We still drive. <laughs> Have you ever been up with a car and the tire already, you see the air going out the top. You say, I'm okay. I'm going to go put some air in. <laughs> now, it's got to slow leak. It's already giving you an indication. You may need to change that tire. You keep rolling. After a while, that tie end up going out on me. Hey, man, let me tell you how bad I was. Before I got locked up, I was working at a tire recycling place. New tire, you tie everywhere. I'm talking about tires before you can see. And I was like, damn, I need some tires on the car. Wait a minute, now this dude. I was like, damn, I gotta put some tires on this motherfucker. Tires steadily get out. I'm like, fuck, man. All they had to do was go over there and get the tire and put it in the car. <laughs> hey, man, look, this what I did. So I wouldn't have got the tire. I wouldn't have got four. And instead of me taking them and putting them on the car, 
I took them home and put them in the car, though. Until I really needed them. And then I was like, fuck, I gotta change one. So instead of me just changing out four, I throw one in the trunk. <laughs> I throw them around around just in case I need it. And so what I needed, I put one on. Then I put, had another put on. I thought you didn't go put a tie, bro. I didn't have to pay for the tie. I don't think you would pay for the minor balance. So why you didn't do it? I just didn't want to. That's it. <laughs> oh, you don't really say that. You didn't say what you just said. Sometimes, say it, repeat it. Sometimes. I don't do, I don't do what, I need to do what I need to do because I just want to. I just don't want to. And then make some bad look. Every day when I'm going from my, my apartment over there to my job, I'll pass it right by the place that, that chain time. Go ahead on. I look over there and keep rolling. <laughs> Go ahead on, man. Now, you know how crazy do had the ties in the car. I had the ties in my, in my closet first. He I, had in the clothes. Clothes. I had a little clock behind my behind my watch and drive. I throw the tires in there. I, they were stacked up. Was, uh, All he had to do put tires on the car. I thought I changed him whatever. I changed him eventually. Eventually. Lace. Hey, Amen. Say it again. Lace. Lace. I'm gonna tell you what made me change. What made me change that first time? I was up. No, I, I, I was riding somewhere. Then I heard something. Oh shit! I had a flat. I look. And then I had to flat the damn thread and start coming out the motherfucker. <laughs> so look, it started coming out that, that night. And I looked at the top. I said, well, I can cut a little bit of it off. <laughs> I cut it off and drove my car home. And the next morning I just went on it and stopped at the place and got, cause see, I already had it in the trunk. I just stopped the at the place. I stopped at the place and had that first one put on. And you couldn't have them all put on. I was like, damn, that motherfucker look good on there. Then I looked at the rest yeah. of them. I was like, shit. <laughs> I just went on and put them on. See that? <laughs> just don't want to. But I had the tires. The tires. You had You didn't Bring want to. Bring the fucking tires in the house. The reason why I don't have the help that I need most of the time, I realize in my life, because I was trusted. And most of the people I've trusted have screwed me over. Trust. So I, 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 I wrestle with that. You wrestle with trust. But it's trust from the past. See that? We keep using past experience trying to dictate future behavior. Repeat this. The only way, the only way I keep operating, I keep operating with, the past, with the past is doing, is doing past, behavior. past behavior. But the only way past behavior, the only way past behavior stays the same. Stays the same. Only if, Only if I'm not willing to change the behavior. Listen to what he said. I'm not willing to trust people. So if I'm not willing to trust what I'm really saying, I'm not willing to change. Yeah, that's what you said. Because how could past trust end up being future trust? Unless you just keep operating from the past. Can we get over so that? you're going to base everybody, say it again. Can we just, you got to let it go. Nah, you can let it go, but you know, I just feel like you should just trust yourself. It, no, they, see, that's, that's, the, that's the fool. That's the way you get fooled. Because when you said, well, I feel like I, because look what he just said. I feel like I can let it go, but so when you said, but all of what you just said, come. No, 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 no. No, I'm listening to me closely. Listen to me closely. When you put but, you now done said whatever I was thinking about doing, 
It's not being done. You said, I could trust, but you just died. You just took away the trust. I could let it go, but maybe I could just do it by myself. You can't do it. See, the catch is you can't do it by yourself. That's one. Two, you're still holding on to the lack of trust. Because if you let trust go, the statement should be, I need to learn how to trust going forward. I need to let go of the past and move forward. That's hard for me. It's hard because that willingness is that is not there. That's what it gets down to. I have to be willing to trust again. If I'm not willing to trust, what I'm saying, I'm not willing to change. We're going to try to make it deeper than what it is. That's that simple. Think about it. Let me use this for an example. If hanging out with Pookie, I'm always in trouble, should I still hang out with Pookie? Because Pookie ain't changed. I can't change Pookie. But I can change what I do with Pookie. I can change what I want to hang with Pookie. But maybe I really don't want to change. Maybe I'm going to keep using Pookie as an excuse for doing what I've been doing. How about that? How about I don't trust people because I really don't want to move forward. I really don't feel like I need to move forward. See, this is where accountability comes. That's scary because that means I got to let go whatever this pain has been in the past and let and go forward. Even if it means I need to sit down and talk to somebody about it. I ain't going to do that because I ain't going to go talk to nobody because, again, I don't trust nobody, so I got to keep this to myself when I'm killing myself because of myself. Wow. That was powerful. I'm killing myself because of myself. Got nothing to do with nobody. <coughs> I'm hurting me because of me. <coughs> I ain't buying that one, brother. <laughs> you ain't got to buy it. Think about it. Look where you are. You there because I don't trust nobody. I can't trust nobody. I'm going to do it by myself. Guess what? You buy yourself. You ain't got to buy it. It's true. Every man in here, when you think that way, you're by yourself. <laughs> and somewhere down the line, you got to stop saying I can do it alone and recognize I have to let it go. You can hold it as long as you want to. It ain't hurt me. It's hurting you. Can I say this? Yes. I, I think what, what a lot of these guys have been experiencing whatever, when they put their trust in somebody and they was let down. We already talked about that. You've been let down in the what? But let it go. Pass. You got to let it go. In order to put your trust to trust somebody else. You got to move. Guess what? You lying to yourself now. You trusted us. You walked in this place. That's trust already. Check that out. See, you lying to yourself. Say this. I need to stop lying to myself. Because the only one I'm fooling is myself. Say it. You really say, say, I need to stop lying to myself. Because the only one. I'm fooling myself. is myself. You came in this program not knowing nothing. You trusted us. But guess why you trusted us? 
Why? Why did you trust this program? Because, I because, of, what, because of what the director told me. Now, now, why did you come to this program? Because you trusted what? What she said. What did she say? That she can get me back to my kids in six months. Oh, she can get you back to your kids. But guess what? You don't trust nobody. Why trust her? Because y'all are business. Because y'all are business and people are trusting Oh! Wait a minute! And it's in the contract. Oh! It's in the contract! Yeah, I signed the contract. Wait a minute, listen to that. That's trust. It's still trust. You still, in the end, did what? Trust. Trust. Can you say it a little louder? In the end, you did what? I trusted the contract. Say it again. I trusted the contract. I trusted not only the contract, I trusted the process. You did that. So you sitting up here saying, I can't trust nobody. You, you trust them now. You trust them now. Based on what you need, sometimes you open up yourself for trust. Because guess what? What drug did you use on the street? Marijuana. Why did you start using marijuana? To suppress the pain. Oh, you trusted it, right? Yeah. yeah. Hold up. <laughs> you trusted marijuana. It put you to sleep. From the heart, you trusted it. Now, in the long run, did it help you? So could it be some of the trust I was putting in, I shouldn't have been putting my trust in that? How about that? See that? But I stayed high every day because I stayed high because it made me avoid becoming responsible. It made me avoid dealing with my emotions constructively. We trust certain things versus trusting certain things. Uh-oh. That's another one. Say it again. Let's say it again. Yeah. We trust certain things. We trust certain things. Then trusting certain things. We trust certain people. Then trusting certain people. We trust certain stuff. Then search stuff. Y'all need to write that down, man. Yeah, because we trust certain people. Am I right or wrong? That's right. Go on. Go ahead on. No, go say it. Okay, I'm just going to say this might be a person to some people. One time I do not trust black men. I do not accept checks from black men. You know why? Because I said about five times when I accept this check from black men, they bounce. When I everybody else, everybody else, you know, no problem. Yeah, so I didn't accept. Now check this out, though. But check, check this out. Now he said I don't fault him for that. But check this out. Now he may not be lying, but that was his narrow view. That was his view based on his experience. But guess what? That doesn't mean every black man check with bombs. Because now what he's just did is marginalize all black men based on the black men he experienced. Because there are some white folks that bounce checks. <laughs> there are women that bounce checks. I bounce checks. Look at that. I what he did. I don't trust people because I'm not trustworthy. And I'm black. <laughs> Check that out. Because that had a lot to do with his lack of trustworthy. 
how we marginalize ourselves based on our own experience, and then we put people in a box. So now you're losing money from other people who write checks that don't bounce checks. See that? Because now you done made a policy because I've had experience with other people and myself. I know I'll bounce a check, so because I'll bounce a check, I know everybody else going to bounce a check. See that? Or the guy was getting ready to say, no honor among thieves. That's what you get ready to say. Yeah. Again, see, we trust certain people. We trust certain people. We don't trust certain people. We don't trust certain people. Yeah. See, that's what we mess up at. That's why we got a global market. That's why people get money from everybody. See that? That's what I told you. You cannot start marginalizing who you trust. Told you about these relationships. I ain't gonna deal with them because um, I can't trust them. Well, you can't trust yourself. See, that's where the trust come in at. It's hard to trust when I'm not trustworthy. So, so what if you can trust yourself and you still can't trust them? You can't trust yourself, you can't trust other people. Because part of yourself is dealing with other people. You can't trust yourself because you ain't by yourself. I keep telling y'all that, man. You cannot operate in that manner. I trust me. How does I not trust me? I know what I'm capable of. I you're right. Do. You're right. You know what you're capable of, but, you know, but see, that's the catch. You don't recognize you're not being capable. You're really being limited. Yeah, that's what you don't recognize. When you sit in a place and say, I can trust me, and I'm going to deal with just me, what you just told yourself, I'm limited. Certain things you can't do. I'm living. You're gonna have to trust somebody. No. If you get bigger small. picture, yes. That's the big picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, you if you think small, you will be small. Right, right, right. right. Let me say it again. Right. If you think small, you will be small. Being small is I can trust me. You can't even trust you. <coughs> you don't trust you. You don't trust you. Because if you trust you, you'll open yourself up to other people. It ain't, see, because when you think that way, I'm telling you, when you think I can trust me and I can't trust nobody, you won't deal with nobody. You won't. You'll keep always looking at, they're going to take advantage of me. You start getting paranoid. You're looking for something to happen. When you're the reason why it's happening. You sabotage your own success because your life of opening up to other people. That's a lot of sales. Look at that. Brother telling you I missed a lot of sales because I didn't trust other people. You got to, man. You trusting us now, like I said. So you need to stop lying to yourself. Because you're developing trust right now by being here. Think about it. You come off the street and you sign a piece of paper. You don't know none of us. We could be running a cult up here, man. <laughs> you come in here with bags, no thought, said, hey, I'm going to do whatever y'all say. That's what y'all say. You don't know nothing about, you heard about us, but you come in here with nothing. Trust us to get you a job. Trust us to let you sleep here. Trust us to help you with your mental health. Trust us to deal with your background. All of that. Sight unseen. You come in here trust us, and you got the nerve to say you can't trust nobody. 
You trust in us. And we ain't got nothing guaranteed. But y'all a business. That's this. Everybody is a business. If you look at everybody as a business, then you open yourself up. He's a business. That's a, see, but I got to change your thinking. Because your thinking is, I can trust only me. Guess what you end up? By yourself. That's the biggest thing men deal with, their ego. And, and what we're doing here, and I'm telling you, the reason why I keep going where I'm going, because you guys got to understand, that's what's been killing you. You. You've been killing you. Not people. You. Yes. So you trust me. Yeah. I can't help nobody on there. We got this relationship that I trust them, they trust me, that and is. then we work together. That is. Simple. It's, it's a two-way street. Simple. It ain't going to happen unless you be a part of the process. Three more questions, you're going to cut it off. If you, if you can't trust somebody, if you right. come in and you can't trust somebody, that's the impression I get. It. You're just here for a bed. Wasting your own time, not our time, your time, really. We trust, trust y'all with our personal information. You, you trust us with your personal information? I trust God. God puts people in the That's what I was waiting That's the only thing I do. Yeah, because God worked through what? People. Yeah, yeah. So don't be talking about, I trust God, but you can't deal with people. God trusts, God uses people to get his program across to you. Always remember that. That's how I made it all to me. God used people to get his ideas to you. Yes. What if you trying to listen to what God is trying to tell you, but still like confusion and just a Well, that means you gotta listen and not get confused. Confusion always showed up. But guess what? God know about confusion, so he can get confusion to obey. He can get the negative to be, be the positive. But could it be the negative trying to get you to the positive? Sometimes confusion will get you to sit down and get yourself together. You might need some stuff being confused so you can get yourself together. <coughs> I, don't, I don't put uh, trust inside like little ads and stuff like that for, for certain things. And they ain't caught through. But that don't mean I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop putting trust in people because... Like I said, I don't put my trust in certain programs and stuff, and they can't do it. Still got to get trust with people. Let me say this, we're going to cut this off. I need, I need, I need, I need to, believe to believe in the process. In the process. What's for me? What's for me? It's for me. It's for me. The only way, the only way I can't get, I can't get what's, for me what's for me if I keep. If I only keep. if. Only if I keep sabotaging. I keep sabotaging. Me. Me. That's the bottom line. Everybody's not my fault. I'm my own fault. I'm my own enemy. <laughs> really? It's on me. Say that. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me. It's on me to be willing to reach out to reach out to others. The world, the world is waiting on you. Waiting on you. What you gonna do? The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? The world is waiting on you. What you gonna do? God. God.
change. Change. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. So that I can hear. So that I can hear. I don't hear you. God. God. Change. Change. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. So that I can hear. So that I can hear. To receive. To receive. So that I. So that I. Can achieve. Can achieve. I'm alive today. I'm alive today. So I outlive my past. So I outlive my past. Decisions I make. Decisions I make. Impact. Impact. Every area. Of my life. Of my life. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my heart. Change my actions. Change my actions. And the rest, and the rest is up to me. Up to me. I, need I need to free myself, to free from, myself. myself. from my past, from my past. And, embrace and embrace my future. My future. I, need I need to stop, to stop. lying uh, to myself, to myself. Because, because the only one, the only one I'm, fooling I'm fooling is, is Myself. I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. No matter how I feel. No matter what I see. No matter what it looked like. I'm not a failure. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family in you. So God, I pray that you forgive us for anything we have said or done that would breach our relationship with you and each other. God, I pray for those families down in Florida, God, that have been impacted by the storm, and also those that have been in Cuba and Puerto Rico, and even where the storm is moving now, God. God, I pray for their safety, God. I pray that even as they rebuild, God, that they move to another level in their lives, God. If any family members of, of any of the men here are in that storm, God, continue to watch over them. God, we pray for any that may have been lost in this storm, God. I pray for those families. God, I pray for the men here, God, that you continue to strengthen them, God. Let them not worry about the things they cannot control, but God, to allow you to control those things in their lives. Let them focus on what they can change. God, I thank you for their lives, God, and where you brought them at up to this point. We know that you have a plan for us, so God, help us to submit ourselves daily to do the right thing. God, I pray that you touch every man and help them to know and understand that there's more people concerned about their success than their failures, God. Help us to move forward, to think forward, and continue to do what you've called us to do and to become what you've called us to become. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to talk about what we don't have instead of what we do have. Gratitude. What we don't have compared to what we do have. Gratitude. Repeat this after me. I. I. Need, need to develop, to develop an, attitude an attitude of gratitude, of gratitude. In, spite in spite of where I am, where I am. and where I want to be, I, I need to have gratitude. Um, a lot of times, man, we, we focus on what we don't have versus what we have. Why? Why we like to talk about what we don't have? Because we want more. 
Because we want more, whatever. There's things that you feel in life that you gotta have. Like, you know what I mean? You gotta have a job, because you gotta work, man. No work, don't eat. You gotta have a home, you gotta have a car. I mean, those, like, that's basic things of life. So well, you, you, you don't have to have a car. There's a lot of people every day that get around without a car. There's a lot of people that park their car at that train station get on the train. But it's a lot of people don't have to have a car. See, what happens a lot of and some people do have a car. Let me get you back to what we always said. Me versus one. What's essential is these things here. Food, <coughs> water, shelter, clothing. That's it. And if you say a job, okay, we'll throw that in there if you want to say a job. That's essential. That's what you need. When you start talking about cars, when you start talking about house, different type of clothes, different type of shelter, and you get into what you want. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But you first need to deal with what you need. And that's why we start getting into what we don't have instead of what we do have. You're thinking about a car, yet you ain't even got the money to pay for a car. Because when you get a car, remember, you got expenses. Yeah. You got a big house, you got Money. Money. Expenses. <laughs> That's why you gotta go to work. You buying all these clothes and you got expenses. So now you done moved away from what you really need to what you want, which gets you to start not having gratitude for where you are. That's when you start becoming ungrateful. Start looking at what somebody else have versus what you have. That's what you get into, because this is all about what's essential. These are the essential needs. Food, water, shelter, clothing. Yeah. You can have a car, even if you had a car. But what kind of car? You just need to get back from point A to point B. But some of us don't appreciate, don't have the gratitude. Because we start thinking about what we don't have in comparison to what we do have. That's where we get crazy. That's where we mess up at. Because we don't appreciate where we are. We always trying to get somewhere. Think about that. We trying to get somewhere, but we didn't even appreciate where we are. We want more, but we don't appreciate what we already have. It's a lot of you men right now. Don't appreciate where you are right now. I could be where? Let's talk about that for a second. Because tell me my right or wrong. Where would you rather be right now? Not here. <laughs> Not here. Don't tell you why you wouldn't want to be here. Because I'm used to living 
a certain way. I'm used to living a certain way. So it's hard being here. I'm used to living a certain way. So being here becomes what? Becomes hard. Because sometimes being here gets you to not be great. Tell me am I right or wrong? Who wants to live with a bunch of men? Who wants to live with a bunch of men? Where were you living at before you came here? Come on, come on, wait a minute. Let's talk about that. Who wants to live with a bunch of men in this program? Where were you before you came here? Somebody tell me where you were before you came here. You live with a bunch of men. Living with your brother? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Then with your brother, where some of the rest of y'all was living at? In prison with a bunch of men. In prison with a bunch of men. Come on, yeah, wait a minute. A wait a minute. Where were you living at before you came here? On the street. Oh, say, say it again. On the street. Say it again. On the street. You were living on the street. Okay, who else? Somebody else talk to me. A rooming house. Come on, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. If you was with your wife, why are you with your wife now? Because I had to move. I moved away. Oh, you moved away. You just chose to leave. No. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Stop for a second. We separated for a minute. Oh, you separated for a minute. You ain't listening. You separated for a minute. But why you came here? To get away from my mom. To get away from your mom. Wait a minute. But you a man. You got a job. You got money. Why you got to come in here? I left the job. I left everything. You left the job. You left everything. In Kentucky, yep. Oh, hmm. You left Kentucky, yep. you left a job, you left your family, and you're in a shelter with me. <laughs> what you mean there? No, I'm just, I'm just getting you to see it. Okay, I, I said it was rough living with me. Oh, I don't know what I have to do. It, no, wait, hold, hold on. No, but you see that? Did you hear all of that? Yeah. I left a job. I left my family. I left a whole state. To come and live in a shelter with me. It must have been bad. It was bad. What? Your mama come at you. When your mama come at you, what you like? It's time to go. But guess what? Check the side though. All other places. If I was a man being responsible, making responsible decisions, I would have to end up in this place. See, y'all keep trying to break this fall. Keep trying to fool yourself. See, because gratitude will say, man, I'm glad that I fell on a place that will help me get it together and not worry about what you didn't have. See, but what you do, a lot of you men spend time thinking about what you had. And see, when you start thinking about what you had, you don't appreciate what you have. It ain't about wanting better. It's understanding this is better than where you were. Because if where you were was so good, you'll be there. Yep. Right. I'm trying to get you to focus on where you are now. Everything in front of me better than what Let me try to tell you something. Let me help you. It's okay to want better, but you got to first deal with where you are. How you going to get somewhere else if you not appreciate where you are now? You're going to miss it. You busy running your mouth while I'm talking, man. He he don't need to be asking you no questions. He need to be listening just like you should. You always want to go somewhere else. You don't even appreciate where you're at now. That's why you can't get to the next place. You won't. Because you'll miss out what you need to learn right now. Focus on where you want to be. 
That's what a lot of us have been doing, trying to get somewhere but not appreciating where you are, missing the lessons along the way. Some of y'all still ungrateful. You ungrateful. Gratitude says, I'm happy right where I am right now because I know it's better down the road, but I'm going to appreciate where I am. I'm going to appreciate where I am right now. No, I ain't, I'm not at the uh, Ritz Carlton. No, I'm not. I don't have the best food. But I guess I'll use what I have now to get to the next level. You can't come in here and be ungrateful and then be grateful at the same time. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a conflict. Because, see, when you came in here, most of y'all had y'all mouths closed. Some of y'all run your mouth so much now, but when you walked through this door, you was just happy to get off them streets. You was happy to come from your mama house or whoever house you came from. You was happy. You was happy to get that bologna cheese sandwich, that bag. Some of y'all got two or three bags when you walked in. Yes? Ever since I left prison, everything that's in front of me is better than what was behind me. Look at that. Yeah, see, ever since I left prison, everything in front of me is better than what I had behind me. But some of y'all would be talking about, well, I remember when. We'll go back to when. <laughs> yeah, I remember when. I, I, I left with it. You left because you were irresponsible. Something happened. You didn't have to end up here. You didn't. It ain't saying it's a bad spot, but you need to be grateful while you're here. You need to be grateful. Because when you're not grateful where you are, how can I take you to another level? There's something in the Bible that says something. Don't despise small beginnings. Damn. Don't despise small beginnings because in order to get big, you first got to be what? Small. Say Small. You got to be small. But you got to start off small to be big. But when you're small, you're grateful because you know eventually you're going to get big. But some of y'all said this when y'all were young. You remember when you stayed at home and you said this, I can't wait till I get what? Grown. I can't wait. I can't wait to get out of your house. Say, I can't wait to get out of your house. I can't wait to get grown. I can't wait. Get out of your house. I can't wait to have my own. Yeah. Because what you were saying then, I ain't grateful for what you're doing for me now. There was a brother in the Bible that they talk about the prodigal son. That, you know, was told, told his father, give me my stuff. Give me everything. And might, might as well say, you dead to me. Because most of the time, you'll get an inheritance to somebody gone. Most of the time. You know, people set it up for you, but you don't really get it until they're gone. He basically told his dad, you dead to me. I'm out. Give me my stuff. I can't wait to get out of here. Yeah. I can't wait. No gratitude. Then he finds himself down the road, eating, 
slop with pigs. Then he came to himself, wait a minute. I need to go back home. <laughs> I need to go back home. I gotta have some gratitude. I don't even have no business out here. Say this. Repeat this after me. I, I really, really don't have, don't have no, business no business where I am. Let me say that again. I, I really, really don't, don't have, have no business, no business. being where I, where I am. But yet, but yet I'm great. I think I'm supposed to be here. But yet, I'm grateful. Say it, but yet, I'm grateful. Let me tell you why I tell you that. Because you really don't have no business here. If you follow the map that was set for you in the jump. Watch this. Tell me a little bit about your family. They come from a working family. A good family, mother and father. What did your mother and father do? My mother ran a cleaning um, service and a father ran construction. Cleaning, construction. How many brothers and sisters you had? One brother, one sister. What do they do? Um, I have my sister, she worked, um, she drives, she's a CDL, drives buses, trucks, and all that. Okay. She had done it all. Your brother? My brother from Macy's. Macy's. Came from a good family, right? Yeah. Hardworking family. See that? It was laid out. But I chose to go some other route. That's why I said you ain't got no business. The prophet saw he had no business where he was. But what took him there? Lack of gratitude. Lack of gratitude. You can be in this program. And you can be sitting where you're sitting at right now with no gratitude. And you will go through this program get out of the program, go get a job, and fall on your face. Because it wasn't about the job. It's about you. Throughout my career, I done worked all kind of jobs, man. All kind of jobs. Gas station. Tender. Security. Working at something like the Georgia uh, World Congress Center, stacking chairs, mopping floors, done all that. But in the midst of everything I was doing, I was grateful because I knew if I keep working hard and I keep looking, I keep watching, one day I'm not going to be doing this. But I'm going to be grateful for what I'm doing right now. I remember working at IHOP, and I was used to uh, be a busboy. I had a little sock, and I used to put my little tips in the socks. From busting the table, they gave me a little tip, and I would had a tip, and I was doing I was doing dishwashing at times when I was about fifteen. I was washing dishes. Yeah, man, grateful, grateful. Gratitude was set up a positive attitude. Write that down. Gratitude. Gratitude, repeat it out. Gratitude, gratitude was set up, set up a positive, a positive attitude. attitude. You don't recognize, man, when you're grateful, people will help you when you're not even looking for the help. When you're grateful, when you say thank you, when, you, when you're grateful, 
people will do when you're not even expecting them to do. I saw something the other day with one of your brothers here. The brother back there saw a pair of sandals in there. And I watched what was happening. He said, man, can I get those sandals? He was talking to one of the staff members here. Staff member said, what size you wear, man? He said, I wear a 10. No, he said, I wear about a 10 and a half. He said, he's 11. Put his foot in the sandals. He able to fill Take those sandals with you. He could have waited. The staff could have said, no, we ain't giving this out yet. We're going to wait all the men come in. Gratitude. Watch. You're going to see gratitude in a couple more weeks. People give a lot to the homes. Some of you guys benefit getting stuff you don't even deserve it, but you get it. See, but when you have an attitude of gratitude, it takes you other places. That's why when you come to these meetings, you should be open. You should be excited about, hey, I get a chance to shift my life around again. What we don't have instead of what we do have. We spend too much time talking about what we don't have, man. I want this. I want that. Versus, I'm just grateful for what I have, and when this other stuff come, I'll be ready for it. Some of y'all ain't ready for the other stuff yet. You're not. But there's stuff that, that's waiting on you. But you gotta get yourself together for it. Repeat this after me. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I had a chance. I had a chance to sit down. Somewhere. Somewhere. And get it together. I'm glad. I'm glad. I have the time. I have the time. To sit down. Sit down. Somewhere. Somewhere. And get it together. Yeah, because you've been running. Think about it. Every one of us in here has been running. But we've been running away from ourselves. Really? We've been running. We've been running. I guarantee you, half of the people who know you don't even know you here. Bet you they don't. Your, your brothers and sisters don't know you here, too. Yeah, they don't. They don't, and they're about to get you up out of here, one. <laughs> so, boy, what you doing down there? You know mama and them didn't want you in that place like that. You know, but then you say to yourself, now I need to get myself together. See that? Some of y'all got family members would drag you out of here if they knew you was here. Yep, that's why I have them, I don't know. Yeah, but some of y'all done dragged them so bad, you need to be in here. You done dogged them out so bad. You need to get you together. Because if they was to take you out, bring you back home, you're going to do the same thing you've been doing. Because you ain't got it together. Gratitude, man. Gratitude. Gratitude. Say it. Gratitude. 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 Gotta be grateful, man. And one of the things that bothers me a lot when people are not grateful. I remember this little kid, man. I was uh, giving out toys for this agency I was working for. And this kid came up, and it was a toy I was giving him. And the kid broke out and said, I don't want that. I said, what? <laughs> and we had other staff members in line. He said, I don't want that. 
So you need to get another line, man. You ain't getting there. You ain't getting that. Because my point was, you don't have nothing. And I'm giving you something, and you don't want the something. So you might be better off with nothing. Check that out. Now, y'all say that's cold. Because he should have been able to pick out what he wanted. <laughs> you didn't have nothing. And I'm giving you something. So you act like you better off with nothing. Think about that. Think about your life. When we give you that bag out, some of you guys go through the bag with you. Man, this is all I'm getting. Wait a minute. That's all you're going to give me? You mean to tell me all I get is that? Yeah, I'm a grown man. I need more than that. And then the question comes, in your mind should be, wait a minute. I didn't have nothing. But you gave me something. Instead of nothing. Oh, let's say it again. Our mind should be, you gave me something. Because I had nothing. So I'm better off with nothing. Better, worse than nothing. Say it again. I'm better off with what? Versus what? So I need to start focusing on the versus nothing. It's hard for y'all to say it, ain't Because you came in here with and we giving you what? Come on, man. For what? Nothing. We giving you something for nothing. And some of y'all rather have nothing than something. That's how ungrateful you are. That's how ungrateful we are, man. Every time y'all get, man, you say, I can't believe. Then some of y'all get indignant. I can't believe y'all giving us a bologna sandwich. Y'all making us eat that. We making you eat it like we forcing the food. <laughs> I can't believe I got to come in here at 8 o'clock in the afternoon. I can't believe y'all making me get up at 530, 8 o'clock to come in a meeting. Because we giving you, because you had what? And you doing this and we helping you for what? Come on, man. See, that's how you got to think. They giving me something because I had nothing. We don't think like that though. Tell me, am I right or wrong? Right, right. Holler back at that. Am I right or wrong? Right, right, right. We, we, we don't think like that. It takes humility. Yep. Yeah. Humility and gratitude, they hang out together. It's like a couple. When you got, you'll never see nobody that's humble that don't have gratitude. And you'll never see nobody's gratitude that don't, is not humble. They all work together. They all work together. They all work together. But that's it, man. That's something for nothing. When you had nothing, now you got something. And what happens when we get something? When we had nothing, we get cocky. 
We getting attitudes now. I told you when some of y'all came in, y'all back was down to the y'all back in here, man, like y'all broke. Y'all back all down. You couldn't even walk straight. You get a couple <coughs> sandwiches in you, man. You got an arch in your back. You get a couple dollars in your pocket. You can't tell you nothing. You go in the clothes and closet, get your nice pair of shoes. Barbers come here and hook you up. Can't tell you nothing now. Man, I ain't eating that sandwich. Come, you was eating about three or four bags. You done had, you almost got worms in the room because you done hid bags in your room. You know what I'm telling you, He's big. Boy, you so hungry, you eat the bag. You could digest that bag. You could digest that bag when you came in. You were so hungry. Tell me am I right or wrong? You're right. We'll tell you, go to sleep, go to bed. Boy, you were so happy. You were just happy. You were just happy when you came in. That was the best thing in my life. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? Because you were wore out. You were wore, man, you were wore out. Life had beat you down so bad, you were just happy to get off them streets. And now some of y'all sit up in the meeting like, man, forget you. Man, please, yes. My first night here, because you know, I'm used to sleeping on concrete slab or a mat that did. I laid on the bed, I slept so good, I woke up out of my sleep, and I turned around like this and looked up. I didn't know where I was at. Wow. I did not know where I was at. You hear that? Brother said he was so used to sleeping on concrete with a small pallet present. And when he got up out of bed, he walked around and didn't even realize where he was at. It's gratitude, man. Don't get away from gratitude, man. I don't care where you go, whatever level you go in. Don't get away from being grateful, man. Don't, be a, don't get away from just saying thank you. Don't get away from saying, man, I appreciate it. Don't get away from that. Don't get away from it. The world will have you to get away from that, but you're getting away from basic principles that's making you who you're going to become. I'm grateful, man. I'm telling you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for what anybody do for me. I, I learned that lesson early. I remember one Christmas. My mom was uh, giving away stuff to us. And my mom gave me a pair of socks. I always remember this. I was a little older. And she gave me the socks. And I did like that little kid. I said, I don't want this. And I said, my mom said, you don't want this. Give me my socks back. You ain't getting nothing. You ain't getting nothing. See, because at that point, I didn't recognize the fact that here's my mom giving the best she can for me, and I'm ungrateful for it. I'm ungrateful. So she gave me a pair of socks. She didn't get me nothing. See, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Billy Preston had a song. Y'all don't know all this, but old guy. Nothing from nothing leaves what? Nothing. nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Yeah. See, you got to be grateful, man. I'm telling you. You start showing some gratitude, people will even change their attitude. Check that out. If you show gratitude, people will change their attitude because of your gratitude. Yes. How do you uh, develop an 
attitude and gratitude. Like you said, when you know we have no business being here, like how do you develop an attitude and come to terms with where you at when you know you can get do better? You just answered. Come to terms with where you are and recognize where you are and be grateful for being where you are because you could have been somewhere else not as good. Worse than this. Yeah. So you got to always look at how bad my life could be sometimes versus how good it could be. Because when you look at how bad it can be, you'll be grateful for where you are. That doesn't mean you don't want it better, but sometimes we got to say that, you know, my life could really be jacked up. So let me be happy about where I am. We don't think about that, though. Check that out. That's the difference. Most of the time, we think about how good our lives can be. Because when we start thinking about how good our lives can be, we really sometimes saying, I don't appreciate why I am now. I'm going to get them and I'm coming to you. Do you know that's a song by Shirley Caesar, No Charge? Yeah. Like oh, yeah, they need to hear that. They need to hear it. They need to hear it. Yeah, see, that's why I throw that old school stuff to y'all, because that old school stuff kept us moving, kept us grateful. Some of us done got to the place where we feel entitled. People supposed to do stuff for us. They need to give me this. I deserve No, you don't deserve nothing. Exactly. Mama might have, Papa might have. God bless the child. God bless the child that has his own. But guess what that child does to get it? They got to be grateful. You can't get past gratitude, bro. You can't. Who else? I got two, then I'm coming here. Yes. I mean, one thing kept me going is, is I could be, I mean, there's people out here going through worse things than I'm going through. Yeah, I might not have this. I don't have yeah, you're right. Because we're always looking at what we don't have versus what we have. I told you I went to that doctor's office, man, and my foot was hurt. I said, oh, man, my foot hurt. And this girl walked in. No arm. Um, no arm. Um, no legs. She had prosthetics on. And I was like, Phew. I start hurting this to me. I started. Wow. <laughs> I well, I ain't doing that bad. Say this with me. I'm not doing. I'm not doing. That bad. That bad. Go outside. When you go outside, go around the corner. You got people stand on the street, man. Living on the street. If you walk just right down the street, you see people living under the bridge. Living under the bridge. Can you imagine living under the bridge? Me and my wife was driving by the one and she said, how do they live like that? Oh, the noise. Keep thinking about the noise of the car. That's not even the worst part. That ain't even the worst part. You just talking about the noise of the cars. You talking about safety. You talking about the weather. What about the rats? You talking about rats, roaches, flies, heat. Y'all is air conditioned building, and you got cable. Yeah, internet. Am I right or wrong? You got the internet. You got everything here. And some of y'all got the nerve to not want to get up and come to me. Um, <laughs> so we came, we had a right, like, not to be, um, when I first heard you the first time when I was young, I thought about all the other places that I've been. And 
I could have been in jail or whatnot, you know, courts, dealing with whatever. Or I could have did what I did. I made the choice and say, you know what, let me go help because there's some type of flaw I got that needs to be removed. I need to be disrupted. And I know the position I was in was already beautiful. So if that flaw was missing from me, just imagine how more beautiful it become. So like yesterday, Mr. Sims asked me, man, how long are you going to stay on? I told Mr. Sims, I made the decision. I'm going to graduate the whole program. It's good, man. You know what I'm saying? So just look at it like there's a lot of places, you know, just take this choice out your life. Just say you ain't made this choice. Look at all the other choices and all the other situations you was in compared to what you, if you get that five seconds right now and say, this is where I want to be, or let me be in every other choice in the city prior to come to this. Place. Them flaws. Yeah. See, at least you was willing to admit, I got some flaws that I need to work on. One of the flaws you might even have you never really thought about is gratitude. Because I guarantee you, before you even came here, there was somebody in your life telling you something and you didn't take advantage of it. You went the wrong way. They was giving you some gratitude. You didn't have any of them. They were sharing messages with you. You know, you know, we all got somebody somewhere saying something like, boy, don't go down that road. Leave those folk alone. And they was, they was giving you the grace that was given to them because they made up experience something they was trying to prevent you from experiencing. Amen. See, gratitude will kick in and say, well, you know, son, I'm grateful that you shared that with me so I won't make the same mistakes. Yeah, man. Gratitude all around y'all, man. Y'all just got gratitude. Everything you can look at today is a form of gratitude. Think about this. You come in a program, we don't really know who you are. And we say, come on in. With your flaws, with your background, with your attitude, and we're going to do what we can to get you back in position. Because what goes on with gratitude is these two things God been giving us every morning, even though we don't even deserve it. Grace and mercy. Grace, mercy. Both of that happens when you walk through these doors. Think about it. I don't care what sexuality you are. I don't care what kind of health issues you have. I don't care what kind of time you've done in prison. All of that. Grace, mercy. That's it. Come on in, man. We're going to work with you. We're going to help you. Mental health issues, we're going to work with you. That's why I'm here. Think about this. Eight years ago, we put this thing in place. Grace and mercy. Say Grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Grace and mercy. Yeah, that's what you've been given. And you got the nerve to be ungrateful. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Ain't cause we, it ain't no other reason. We don't get government funding, so we don't have to allow you in here. Check that out. We can set some rules. Yeah, 
You can't go to the government and say, well, they did it. We don't get funding. We don't. Check that out. A program focused on you and saying all the while, through grace and mercy, we're going to help this brother get his life back together. That's a powerful thing, man. That's a powerful thing. And it's for men. Yeah. You don't know. There have been people saying, why y'all ain't got a program for women? Because we know if we get men together, we can get women together. We get a man right, we can change some issues that's going on with women. That ain't why we put it together, but I'm just telling you that's why. Because most of the problem women have sometimes starts with us. Who? What you said? Men. The leaders. The men. We mess them up. <laughs> we, we turn around and tell them, like, the women mess us up, we mess the women up, man. Come on. Because the woman going to always be looking for one thing out of you. What's that word? Attention. That's what I said, money. That's what I said, money. That's one of the potentials that you can make money. That's true. But they're looking for potential. And I keep telling y'all all the time, the women looking for potential, but do you understand your potential? Because that's the thing. Everybody looking for a man. What? Y'all don't like when I talk like Y'all don't like when I talk like They are. And they ain't talking about a male looking for a male, but males are looking for males. You are. You're looking for a man. I get what you're saying. What the hell? All of us looking for a man. No, seriously. Y'all taking it the wrong way. Men are looking for men because in order for you to be a man, you need a man to help you become a man. See, y'all get, get it twisted. Y'all get caught up into the sexuality part. And you forget that when they talk about men needing men, they're talking about men helping men become men. Well, y'all got some problems with that. Well, y'all got problems with that. God, I told y'all be thinking about a gay man won't you? You might not even be his type. Man, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Y'all don't feel hard if a gay guy tell you and look at you and say, you ain't even my type. You ain't my type. Y'all think every gay man wants you. They don't. They don't. When I say men need men, you all be like, yes. And matter of fact, you make him learn some stuff from a gay guy that's in a position that you're trying to get in. He's still a man. Okay, y'all didn't get it yet. My father wasn't really in my life, so I, I am looking for a man to be my father, like, like a father figure. Look at that. Brother, you said that. But y'all, I guarantee if I say it, y'all ain't gonna be able to say it. Say, I! Ah! Ah! Need! A man. I need a man. I need a man. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Y'all can't even say it. Y'all can't even say it. Okay, so go. I! Ah! Need! A woman! A woman! I! Yeah! Need! Need! A woman! A woman! I! Why? 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 
what that is. I need a man. But in your prop, but guess what? You, you can because you're in a program that focuses on what? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me say that again. You're in a program that focuses on what? Hold up, say it again. Now, you're in a program that focuses on me. We started with what? Hold up, what? Y'all ain't saying Men. So for you to sit here, see, because a lot of y'all got problems saying I need a man because the man who should have been in your life wasn't in your life. That's why I don't need no How about that? Sometimes that can be a blessing. Yeah, but how about that? It's hard for you to say you need a man because the man when you need the man wasn't there to be the man. Let me slow that down for you. The reason why it's hard for you to say you need a man because when you needed a man, the man who should have been there to meet your needs was not there meeting your needs. We can just say I need a role model. No, no, ain't no you need no role model. You need a man. <laughs> <laughs> see, you still, you're still trying to medicate your own pain. You need a man in your life. Period. Point blank. Stop running around here like you can do this without a real man in your life. Y'all fooling yourself. I need a role model. Anybody can be a role model, but anybody can't be that man that you need in your life to help you get your life together. The world always keep minimizing me. They minimize the power of what a man can do and need to do. You see men in sports. Yeah, you see that. But even the men in sports, when they accomplish things, what they're breaking out saying? Hey, mama. Mother's Day, they do everything for Mother's Day. Father's Day is like it comes in and out. Because we keep minimizing the power of what a man needs to be at. We keep minimizing And you don't hear that, a man need a man, because you hear that, oh man, you must be talking about gay. Oh, I can't say that. Because why you can't say it? You in here with men. You waking up with men. You in a program for men. But you can't say I need a man. What? <laughs> Who cares about what happened? That's why most of our lives the way they are, because we worry about what somebody thinks, what somebody say, than what it is. We so caught up in that. And that's why a lot of y'all men won't get no past, don't won't get no further than you are now, because you're still caught up on what society is saying and what you need to be saying. That's why we're in trouble now. They want you to get away from each other. They want you to think that way. And when you think that way, you cutting off one of the key pieces to you moving forward, another man. I'm gonna keep saying, I said out there, a man need a man. This is personal. I said on my show, a man need a man. I'm gonna keep saying, because y'all do need men in your life. It ain't got nothing to do with sexuality. Don't have nothing to do with it, but because you're so small thinking, you fall into that gap. And you start thinking that way. So you start cutting off me. You won't hug a brother, but you will you know, step up with it. Yeah, you won't, you won't hug a man like you need to hug a man, because some of y'all need a hug, but you won't let nobody hug you. Because I don't want nobody to think it's something different. I don't want nobody to think. You know, I don't want nobody to think I'm, 
I'm gay. I'm you got to worry about all that when you hug somebody. Maybe you need to check your own sexuality out. <laughs> you got to go up to a man and you got to hug him. You got to hug him a certain way that society's cool with it. Maybe you need to check who you are. Mm. How about that? Because if you are who you are, you should be able to hug this brother. <laughs> Yeah, but when you don't know who you are, that's why you struggle with that. Yeah. Man need a man. I don't care what you say. I ain't got no problem giving a man. And I don't care what nobody else say. You do, man. That's life. That's life. You don't hear women saying, I don't need no other woman to help me. Women be working together, and you don't know what's going on. They do. Huh? They work together. You don't even know anything could be going on, but they're working together. Uh-uh, you ain't working with this brother too much. Mm-mm. They don't think something's going on with us. Why you think that's happening? Because they throw that out there. They throw somebody that, that's got a different lifestyle. I ain't dealing with that man. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Trying to get y'all past that, man. By gratitude, grace, mercy. Yes. John C. Maxwell, James Allen, Robert Greene, Malcolm X, Louis Farrakhan. I needed all of those guys' wise teachings to help me develop the character and personality to become a better man. Men. I like that. Men. I like that. Men. Y'all keep fronting. You say that out there, what they gonna say? What they gonna say? What do people say? What does that matter, man? You getting your life together. Every one of y'all gonna go to a man to help y'all. Y'all might sneak and do it properly. Some of y'all got that Nicodemus spirit. No, Nicodemus was in the Bible. He kind of snuck and wanted to know about Jesus. He did it in the dark so nobody saw him. He kind of sneaked. That's what y'all be doing. Y'all be sneaking. Hey, man. Hey, bro. Can you help me? I don't get nobody around. How do you get this done? That's what y'all do. Y'all sneak and do it. Y'all ain't gonna do it publicly though. That's some sneaky. He ain't gonna let me see you talking to a brother. You gonna do it sneak. You gonna do it on sneak. You gonna you gonna do it like this here. Hey man, how long took you the job? You know how, how long took you to get that job? Uh, you know man, what, how you got the skills? Y'all ain't gonna go do it open because you want nobody to think you got some, some tendencies. But some folks don't even think that's needing another person. Oh, I know, I know. It takes a real man. To go to Even if we got man. gay brothers in the, in, in the group, y'all don't go to that gay brother, but that gay brother moving fast, but then you sneak behind the corner. You, you won't let us see you go talk to the brother. But you can say, hey, man, you, you, you do it real slick. You know how y'all do it. Y'all be all in the gay brother's face. But y'all don't do it in front of everybody. Y'all don't, oh, he's okay, but then when y'all ain't around, hey, man, how you got your job? Because you don't want nobody to see you. You want nobody to see you because you think, oh man, so they stay they together, huh? That's his boyfriend. That's how y'all get, man. I'm trying to tell y'all, man, y'all get like that. And y'all miss out on information that could help you. Brother ain't even thinking about you. At all. It's crazy. You ain't gay tight. You ain't gay tight. 
have been men. Women have helped me, but really when I look at it, it's been some men. Because even when the women was helping me, I wish I had a man to help me. Yeah. My dad passed when I was about 12 years old, man. And many mistakes I made in my life because I didn't have certain men in my life. I had older brothers and I watched them and I got some things from them. But I remember a lot of times I was my dad. I remember I was, something had broken down. And I, I'm not, you know, the guy that's good with tools and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm not that kind of guy. And I was mad. I went, man, I wish I knew how to do this particular thing. Or use screws or use bolts and do that man type stuff. You know how to do it, man. I was upset. But then I had to learn how to do it. But I was thinking, what if my father would show me? Yeah. What if my father would show me? What if I had a man that took time out to say, this is what you can do to get your life Boy. See, that's what you miss, man. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You don't even know what's in this room, man. There's men in this room that's got their eye a little bit better than yours, even though they're in this room. They still struggle with some stuff. But there's some sharp brothers in this room. But you won't know how sharp they are because you're distant from them, because you're scared to get to another man. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There's men in this room, in this room right now that can help you move forward, but you won't talk to them. You won't talk to them. I don't want nobody to think. Something going on. <laughs> you won't talk to them. You got brothers in here got electrical background. You got brothers in here got degrees. You got brothers in here got all kinds of skills, but you'll never know because you won't get close to one of them. You'll never know. You'll never know because you won't get close. You won't talk to each other. You won't get go across the room because you're scared somebody's going to think something. Crazy, man. That's wild. That's wild. Yes. A lot of times it ain't that we want to talk to them. It's that we want to talk to them about the situation, the right things. We're talking about everything. You need, to talk. you need to talk to them about the right thing. How you know? Somebody could be going. Reason why I get y'all to talk a lot, because some men need to hear your story. Yeah. It might help them change their life. But some of y'all won't open up because you're scared, because you want nobody to know about you when you're all in the same situation. Reason why I share my life with you, because I want you to know, you think I'm up here on this cloud. I'm just like you, bro. I just made some different decisions. I don't say it to pin nothing on me that I'm so special. I ain't special. I ain't special, I'm just like you. I just made different decisions. That's why I share my life. But you don't share my life to get no pins on, you know, to get, you know, Miller this one. No. Uh-uh. Miller just like you. Miller can make a decision today that can jack his life up. I just choose not to make it. That don't mean I don't think about it. See what I'm saying? But you won't know that you got men in this room that can help you, but you won't open up your mouth. That's what I was just going to say. That's why I raised my hand. I was going to say that. There's a man in here. You know that can help another man. But, but see, that, uh, listen to what it just said. A man helping a man. Ain't that what I said? A man need a man? But y'all won't say it. 
If we went around this room and talked about each one of these men in the background, I guarantee some of y'all would be blown away. God. God. Change. Change. The atmosphere. The atmosphere. So that I can hear. So that I can hear. To receive. To receive. So that I, so that so that I, I can achieve. achieve. I'm alive today. I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. I've outlived my past. Seasons I make. Seasons I make. Impact. Impact. Every area. Every area. Of my life. Of my life. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my heart. Change my action. Change my action. And the rest. And the rest. Is up to me. Is up to me. I need. I need to free myself. Free myself from my past. And embrace. Embrace my future. I need. I need to stop. Stop lying to myself. Because the only one. The only one. I'm fooling. Is is. Myself. Myself. I'm not, I'm not a fake. A fake. I'm not, I'm not a fake. A fake. I'm not, I'm not a fake. No matter, no matter how, how I feel. I feel. No matter, no matter what, what I see. I see. No matter, no matter what it look like. What it look like. I'm not, I'm not a fake. A fake. Let's pray. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for another day. Thank you, sir. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family in you. So, God, I pray that you forgive us for anything we have said or done that will breach our relationship with you or each other. God, I pray that on this day, God, that you help us to continue to, on this journey to become the men that you call for us to be, God. Help us to know and understand that there's more people concerned about our success and our failures, God. Continue to watch over these men's family while they're away from their families, God. Continue to strengthen them. We thank you for this. Only due to your mercy and your grace, you've allowed us another day. So prepare us for what we stake for today. In Christ's name, I pray. Amen. 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 Does it hurt enough? Hmm. Does it hurt enough? Sometimes pain could be can disguise itself as a way of pushing. And pain could push you forward, or pain could also cause you to go back. Depending on how you deal with that pain. We all have experienced some type of pain in our lives, whether it's through physical issues, emotional issues. Some kind of pain has come in our lives. And depending on how we dealt with that pain, that pain either pushed you forward or pushed you back. Depending on that pain. When you look at a athlete or someone that's working out, it's all about the pain. Because the pain either do, the more pain or the resistance, the tighter it gets, stronger you become. Would you agree? Yep. Because when you're dealing with weights, you're dealing with a lot of weight. 
And that weight could either weigh you down or it could either build you up. But it's some pain in the process of getting to that place. Repeat this, pain. Pain. Could get me, could get me to the place. To the place. That I need to go. That I need to go. If I'm willing. If I'm willing to endure. To endure some pain. Some pain. But does it hurt enough? See, because the pain itself can have two things. It can do two things. Pain could cause you to continue to live in it, or pain could cause you to come up with ways to stop her experiencing. Think about it. Anything that you're going to develop, there's going to be some pain in the process of getting to it. Would you agree? Yeah. Talk to me. Would you agree? Yeah. There's going to be some pain of getting there. Now, some pain happens because we choose not to follow direction. Some of the pain we experience because of our own rebellious thought process. Yeah, this also could be, uh, uh, you said this is a pain, uh, letting go of a relationship with people that you really care about. That's a, that's a part of it. Because with pain, pain and change really works together. Say pain. Pain. Change. 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 Pain. 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 Change. Change. Pain. Pain. Pain, pain, change, 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 pain. pain. Any way of anything that you're going to change is going to take some pain. Even like you said, letting people go. Letting people go is not easy when you don't want to let them go. See that? When you want to hold on to a thing, it's hard to let it go. This is what I said. When you want to hold on to a thing, there's a difference with that want and need. It keeps coming up every time. Want is desire. You can desire to let them go. But until you come to a place where you realize you need to let them go, where it's essential for your life, you will hold on to it. I don't care what it is. It can be people. It can be places. It can be things. It can be stuff. Because sometimes, the pain of letting go means that you got to change. I don't want to change, so I'd rather endure still with that pain. Think about it. If I don't want to change, that means I'm going to allow whatever's going on to continue to on, even though I know I need to change. Reason why sometimes people who try to lose weight don't lose weight. Not because they can't lose weight. Sometimes it's because they really don't need to lose weight. They don't feel the need. They want to. But do they really say, you know, I need to. And most of the time when you get a medical report, now I need to do something different. But that was already there. Well, let's take our lives Somebody might tell you, man, you need to stop using drugs. Uh, or this going to happen. Or you need to go to school so you can make this other thing happen. Well, until you get to a place where you feel like you really need to do it, 
you won't do it. We all struggle with that. But why? I gave y'all a couple clues. Why? You tell me why. Talk to me. Why? Rebellion. Lazy. You said rebellion? What else? Lazy. You said lazy? What else? Denial. Denial? What else? What else prevents us from making the decisions to do what we really need to do and we choose not to go through the pain and change? Why? Hurt. We hurt? What else? We're comfortable with the way we are. But even though the way we are is not working for us, why we still stay that way? Why? We're scared to change. We're scared to change? What else? Used to it. Yeah, used to it. We're comfortable with it. We're used to it. Repeat this after me. I, I just, just don't, don't feel, feel the, need the need to do it. I was going to say I just don't want to do it. But see, want, that's desire. I just don't feel the need. That's what I've been telling people. I just don't do want to. I just don't want to. Keep it on like so it. is it enough pain? No. See, when the pain gets so intense, maybe you change me. But, but isn't it okay sometimes not want to? If it's okay not to want to, but then you gotta look at what is the consequences of me not changing? Right. What is the consequence of me continuing operating the way I'm operating? Oh, I got it. What we end up doing, we make a consequence of reward when it, when it really still is a consequence. Let me flip that. We make a consequence of reward when it's really a consequence. And what I'm saying is this, if the consequence is <coughs> I get high, but I feel good when I get high, right. have I considered the consequences associated with that high? The consequence would be what? If you spend the money on getting high, what have you lost? Money. See that? But if you have all sorts of money, you don't look at that little bit of money as being money you lost. But really, it's still money. Well, let's say this here. If the consequences of doing whatever you're doing ends up in jail, ends up with not having the life that you want, would that really be a reward or would it really be a consequence? Huh? It'd be a consequence. But again, because we get caught up in our feelings and we do we get caught up in our feelings and we busy reacting. So we react and it's back to what I said before, that thinking causes you to look at this consequence. So based on this consequence, I have to change. That's why you end up here. Because somewhere down the line, you got tired of those consequences. You said, based on the consequences that I used to think is a reward, it really has always been a consequence. Mm. And so now I realize I was only fooling who? Who was I fooling? I was fooling myself because I was trying to make a consequence a reward when it always has been a reward. Remember what I told you, this, this line I gave you before. A want could always disguise itself as a need, but a need would never disguise itself as a want. 
need to write that down. A want can disguise itself as a need, <coughs> but a need would never disguise itself as a want. You're going to always have desires. Right. That's what want is. You can always want something, but when it gets down to what you need, need is essential. Need is never going to change itself to just a desire. Need is going to be something that you have to have. You need that. <laughs> you keep telling me, I want, I want to breathe. You better be able to breathe. <laughs> I want to breathe. You need to be able to breathe. You need clothes. You can't walk around naked. It doesn't say what type of clothing you need. Based on the weather, you would need certain type of clothes. But you still need clothing. That'll never change. But want would change. See, want could always change, but need will always stay consistent. As I continue to look at that, I continue to understand that I can't change. I've got to deal with what I need to do. Because when I do what I want to do, I end up hurting myself in the long run. Because I let want disguise itself as a need, then I go after it. Then I come to the realization, that's just something I want to do. And look at the consequences of that want. See that? That's why you got to make sure what you need, you stay focused on the need. And that's why when I say, does it hurt enough? When we get into want, we get into things that hurt us a lot. Because we want it. We want it. Really don't need it, but we want it. And so what happens, we don't, we don't stop until the hurt gets so intense, then we say, okay, maybe I need to turn. We don't say I want to turn around. So maybe I need to change my life. Check that out. Maybe I need to eat differently. Maybe I need to do something different. You, you don't keep saying what you want to do no more. You start saying, what do I essentially need to do to get my life together? Yes. A relationship will roll with a need to. What kind of relationship? You know, like sometimes like, I didn't need a relationship, and really, they just wanted really not a need, but ah. I disguise it like you disguise it. Yeah. You say I want a relationship, then you disguise it like it's a need, so you go chase after it. <laughs> I need a woman. I, I need a woman. I gotta get me a woman. See, you start doing that, right. and what you've already done is said now, this woman is more important than you. Think about that. You start making a woman a need when in actuality she's really a want right now. What happens is now your program turns to what? Her program. Because you start chasing after her. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with having a good relationship. But guess what? If you don't have a good solid relationship with you and knowing you, how could you bring somebody else in your life? Because now, your focus ain't going to be totally on you no more. I'm telling you that if you get in any relationship, your focus is going to deviate from you to something she wants. That's what it's about. It's a relationship. Relay back and forth. And if you're in a relationship and it's only about you, then you're selfish. 
You ain't, you ain't, it ain't about us. It's about you. That's the problem. That's why it doesn't hurt enough. Does it hurt enough? When it hurt enough, that's when you'll start making some change. Why we gotta wait till it hurt? You gotta go through something. Why, why we gotta wait till it do, do you think we have to go through or we choose to go through? Choose or the stuff that we don't even have to deal with. No good. The way it has been made, we sometimes get in the way. The way has been made. We get in the way. So sometimes we got to get out of the way so that we can see the way. Wow. Sometimes we got to get out of the way so that we can see the way. Because if the way is made, the only thing that's blocking the way, sometimes it's us. We're blocking the way. Every problem that you have, there's a solution. Sometimes you're blocking the solution. And the way is already made. Think about that. The way is made and you blocking the way. Only way you get past that way, you gotta move out of the way. Yeah. When you move out of the way, then you can what? See your way. <laughs> That's how simple it is. Look at that. Look how simple it is. If you move out of the way, you can see your way. What did she say? That's what you just said. Wow. Move out of the way and make the way. That's why it's so strong. If you just move out of the way, the way is already made. Every condition, everything that you experience, there is a solution for it. Most of the stuff that you're experiencing is because you ain't looking for the answer. And sometimes the answer lies right there within you. But it goes with change. This program can't do nothing for you that you can't really do for yourself if you're willing to change. Think about that. If you're willing to change, the whole world opens up to you. Think about that. You're, you're going to be sitting somewhere, and all of a sudden, when you start changing, you say, I, I didn't know that was there. I didn't know this could happen because you changed. So the world opened. See, the world ain't closing in on you. The world is opening up to you, but you got to open up to the world. You've been closed. I was talking to, I was doing some supervision last night with a client, and she was saying that she was working with this lady. And this lady lives in the, um, here in Georgia, in the in rural parts of Georgia. And she said that the lady, you know, white female, and she's a black female. And she said the lady said something about, uh, she was cleaning this black woman's house. And said, the staff, the person who I was training said, well, I think the lady racist. The lady made a statement I ain't seen, I haven't seen, you know, black people doing this. This is what the white female said to the black female. But what I told the black female, I said, could it be this here? Could it be it's not that she's racist? Could it be her limited exposure? 
Maybe she haven't seen, because really, traditionally, it's been the other way, right? Mm -hmm. That you've seen black clean white women houses or white folks' houses, however you want to say that. But the catch was, could it be that it wasn't that she was racist? Could it be that she had limited exposure? Could it be that outside of Atlanta, Metro Atlanta, you got about a hundred plus counties in the state of Georgia. Only out of that hundred some counties, you probably see a high concentration of minorities in middle and upper class positions, right? So if you're in certain areas, you're not going to see blacks that are doing more that type of work. You're going to see blacks having the houses where people coming in doing that work for them. But because this lady has grown up in rural Georgia, right, where there haven't been progressive black people, right, and she has a cleaning business and she cleaned the house of a progressive black individual, that doesn't make her racist. That just says that she's been what? Limited. Her limited exposure, right? So now, this, this, this older white female has a black person, she's cleaning their home, and she's got a black female counselor that's helping her. Think about, she's 60-something years old, think about what she's been exposed to in the past. This new exposure don't have anything to do with racism. It may have something to do with limited exposure. Hmm. So if you got limited view of the world, you what? Limited in the world. So the bottom line was the fact that this black individual is working with this white, older white female, he's now exposing her to something new has nothing to do with race. May, it may, and it may not. But could it be that it's her exposure? As we was talking, she said, you know something? Miller, you're gonna open me up to a whole new way of seeing things. Because I was seeing it like she was having a problem with black. No, she hadn't been exposed to that. Well, I flipped it forward. As a matter of fact, I grew up in Florida. So growing up in Florida, you see the other flip side. You see progressive white people. They, they buy nice hot cars, nice homes, the latest, the greatest. So I'm used to seeing that, right? Come to Atlanta and see progressive black folk. First thing I'm saying, what's going on in Atlanta? One thought was, these just must be doing something illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> How they living like that up there? How they making all that money like that up there? What's going on in Atlanta? But because of my limited exposure in Florida, I saw one group doing it and felt like the other group wasn't doing it. They had to be doing something illegal to do it because of my limited exposure. And when I got that, I said, wait a minute. They work like everybody else works. The difference is, in Metro Atlanta, there's a high concentration of African-American black folk. So there's volume. See that? In Florida, it was volume. 
and they had all the information. They were in leadership roles. When I come here, they're in leadership roles. Like, what? Say it again. It's exposure. It's exposure. Sometimes we're not exposed to other information. So when we limited in information, we got a limited thought process. And we'll call something racist when it may not even be racist. It may be limited exposure. It might be people don't like me. People may not like you. It ain't that people don't like you. Could it be? You may be carrying yourself in a way. See that? That's why change is important. That's why it doesn't hurt enough. See, I couldn't come up here and say, you know, all white folks this way. But when I recognize, no, all people are not one way. Some people are a certain way. <clears throat> See that? Does it hurt enough? Does it hurt enough not having the stuff that you really should be able to have? And does it hurt enough? Not that you got to go take it from somebody. Go work and get it. Does it hurt enough? See, when it hurt enough, that's where the change comes. And it's sad that sometimes we wait till the hurt comes to make the change. And the change was already there to make before the hurt showed up. Tell me am I right or wrong? Most of our hurt in our lives come because we rebellious a lot of times. We want to do what we want to do. See that? What we want to do, not what we need to do. Yeah. What we <laughs> what we need to do. That's what happens. Talk to me. Am I right or wrong? You tell me. What's been your hold up? What's stopping you from doing what you need to do? And why do you keep going back to what you want to do? Fear of failure. Fear of failure? What else? I hate feeling like That's a good Fear of faith. Yeah, I hate feeling like I'm losing. I don't like to lose. I hate losing. You hate losing. Well, in order to win, you first must be what? Able to what? Yeah, yeah, Say it again. Lose. In order to win, repeat this. In order to win, order to win. I must be okay. We're learning how to win. But I first need to understand how to lose. A loser never be a winner. And a winner, well, a loser would be a winner if he know how to lose. Because when you know how to lose, you'll learn how to win. All of it is learning. See that? Yeah. I think a good for me to be sometimes I'm afraid of change. Afraid? Because it takes, like you said, go back into doing something that you're not comfortable doing. Yeah. And change means you're doing something that you're not comfortable doing. You're not. Most of the things that are going to take you the way you got to go, it ain't going to be comfortable. It's not going to be comfortable. The stuff that take you to where you need to go is not going to be comfortable. But go ahead on and embrace the discomfort so that you can get Let me say that. Go ahead on and embrace the discomfort so that you can get comfort. Let me say that again. I don't know if y'all got that. Go ahead on and embrace 
the discomfort so that you can get comfortable. What do you think I'm saying if I say that? Somebody flip it to me. It, let me put it to you this way. If you want to grow, you're going to have to let go. Yeah. If you want to grow, you're going to have to let go. And you're going to have to give yourself a pass to leave the past. If you want to grow, you're going to have to let go. That means you're going to have to change. And it ain't going to be comfortable. And basically what you're saying, you know, if you do the same thing, you're going to get the same result. That's what's going to happen. And some of us keep doing it. Some of us keep doing it, including me. Knowing it's going to be painful, but yet, because I want to do it, and not looking at the consequences of my action, I go on the one. Versus needing to do it and recognizing the reward. The reward comes with the need. Consequences come with the want. Check it out. Because like I said, a want could disguise itself as a need, but a need will never disguise itself as a want. And when you get with a need, with, with a want that has disguised itself, at the end of the analogy, it still is a want. Yeah. It ain't going to be a need. You can try to make it a need all day long. At the end of it, it still is a want. It's still a want. That's what you got to understand. A want is a want. A need is a need. They're two separate things. But we'll try to make that want a need. We'll, we'll try to decide. We'll try to decide to make it a need. We're making a need. I got one. Well, just the other day. I was trying to, I was, I was deep into my feathers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one, of my, one of my buddies was close to me now, walked up to me, he was like, man, he said, what's wrong with you? You got that look on your face. I said, man, I don't know if I'm going to continue doing this. He said, what you mean? I said, the program. He said, well, I was wrong. I said, I got that uncomfortable feeling, bro, like something nagging at me. He said, man, you're doing better now than you have. He said, I see the change in you. He said, bro, just keep doing what you're doing. He say, I say, it's really, I'm uncomfortable. I can tell I'm uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm ready to go back to what I'm, I, I'm used to. I'm used to working hard and playing hard. Mm -hmm. Getting fresh on Friday night after I thought I worked all week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go out and turn up in the club. Somebody, you know what I'm saying? I'm going home with somebody girl. See, that's constant. That's what I'm used to. He said, man, he say, what's the point of going back? He said, if you go back, you got to work that much harder to get back where you at now. Mm -hmm. He said, you see, a lot of people that done left the program, he said, look at him out here walking around, man, with nowhere to go. He said, you really want that to be you? And I thought about it. I said, man, you know what? Let me sit my ass down for what? That's the catch. Because when you start growing, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't. You think about a baby that's up and down, up and down, up and down. Fold, crying, fold, crying, fold, crying, fold, crying. Then start grabbing stuff, folding. But all the while, when that baby's falling and crawling, guess what's happening? Them legs getting stronger. 
Say what? Them legs get stronger. So your falling could be part of your strength. Matter of fact, it is. So when you fall, it's about doing what? Getting up. You don't stay there. That's what the kid does when they kid crawling, fall, crawl, fall. After a while, the kid starts grabbing stuff, start getting up, start trying to figure out. Check this out. It's you. Kids start trying to figure out, hey, what can I grab on and hold on to for a minute? Fall again. Mama ain't got to tell them that. Guess what happens? It starts naturally. Start happening. That kid starts grabbing stuff. And all of a sudden, one day, that kid, the mom and dad looking at him, and that kid does like this here. Grab something and just start walking. What about you? You take, you take your falls for granted. You take your falls as a mistake. And you don't take your falls as a way of developing you. What? What you done been through ain't nothing compared to where you going. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You got to go through to get to, say. I got to go through. I got to go through. Get to. Get to. My falls, my falls is a part, is a part of, my of my development. Man, come on. Come on, man. You got to fall. It's okay. It ain't about the fall. It's about getting up. Right. See, we always look at the fall story. Right. All those had to fail. Oh, man, he failed. Oh, he, he, didn't do, he didn't last. He went down. But we, I'm always looking at the get up story. Thank you, sir. I'm looking at the man to get up. Thank you. When I look at Samson, how he fell, but how he got up. That's when right. I look at David, how he fell, but how he got up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brad. It's about getting up. It ain't about to fall. All of us have failed. And we may fall again. Yes, it ain't sir. about your fall. It's about you getting up. There you go. And keep going. Thank you, sir. Yeah, man. That's what it's about. Thank you. It's going to be some pain, but you're going to gain. <laughs> you know, it's going to be some pain. If you just use the experiences that you've been through, man, you can be so far ahead. Those experiences came for a reason, man. And whether it was through rebellion or whether it was just through life itself, use them to move forward. Yes, sir. Damn, man. It ain't all about the good stuff, the past, all of it is together. Like I told you before, in a car, a cable, a, a battery has both cables, negative and positive. It would not start unless both of those cables are working with each other, working together. That's all right. That's all right. It ain't about just the good time. It's that stuff that you're going to struggle through. Yeah, it's that stuff that people done told you no. Yeah, it's that stuff that's going to help you get the way you got to go. It's that stuff that you apply the right way. <laughs> it's all right. That's all right. Yeah. I got a question. Yeah, yeah. I got one question. Is it okay if you see yourself about to fall to, 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 to catch yourself? Yeah. It's okay if you're seeing yourself about to fall. It's to stop and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say it again. 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 Say it again.